WCHD3 Detroit, KMPS HD3 Seattle, WBMX HD3 Boston, and on AOL Radio and Yahoo Launchcast. Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now 248 545 Soul. New SkyRadio.com. Believe. Can electromagnetic fields be hazardous to your health? If you're a paranormal investigator who thinks you can find ghosts based on EM fields, are you putting yourself in danger? Can EM fields affect human behavior? Well, hello there, and welcome to the 374th edition of Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. I'm Ben, and those uh, disconcerting questions came from my co-host and partner in the paranormal, my dad. So if you are... uh, now, if you have a, you're any questions of your own and you'd like to talk to our guest on uh, the subject of EMF or EM fields or EMF, whatever you want to call it, uh, this uh, if you want to talk to us this evening, feel free to call in. Uh, the number is uh, 248-545-7685. Again, the number is 248-545-7685. Or if you're listening on a computer, use the handy-dandy little instant feedback device on your screen. So let's get straight to our guest. Born in Germany, Katharina sperling Kaffel had, had, has had an extensive career, including nursing, finance, event management, and most of all, teaching, especially through workshops and seminars in the areas of personal development. She just told us she's in Ohio, I should say, Iowa today, just having finished such activities, which I'm sure benefited a number of people. Uh, she worked with her late husband, Slim Sperling, the inventor of Light Life Tools, and collaborated with him on developing devices that use quantum physics and sacred geometry. Today, Katharina is the president and CEO of IXEL Incorporated. She lives in Colorado on her website, www.lightlifetechnology.com. So as our uh, regular listeners know, we're pretty picky about who we have on the show. So Katharina came to our attention as uh, one of the few people who around who's uh, willing to come on the air and talk about the dangers of electromagnetic fields. So Katharina, welcome to Behind the Paranormal. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted to talk about EMF um, because so many people don't know about the hazards it has to our health. And, of course, they also don't know that we do actually have uh, solutions where we can protect ourselves. So I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. No, um, you're welcome. So let's just um, start off with something a little simple, a little broad. So what makes you an expert on EMF fields? I mean, it's not that obvious from your bio. I understand, and I have been uh, studying a lot about um, electromagnetic fields because um, I had a friend in Germany who has been um, one of the first in our group to have a cell phone, and she has been using it. Uh, constantly, she has been traveling a lot, and she had um, developed a brain tumor. And I was kind of suspicious that it might have to do something with her using uh, cell phones. And what I experienced with her had me just go into more studying about what electromagnetic fields are. And I have had my own experiences where I could feel that certain um, appliances did not uh, really support my health, and so I, uh, and having seen what happened to my friend having surgery and being deaf and the face paralyzed and all that stuff, I thought I want to create some awareness for people to um, 
learn about electromagnetic fields, and so I um, studied the subject. Hmm. So what are the sources of uh, EMF fields, or EM fields, in our daily lives? Well, the EMF fields, uh, you'll find EMF in everywhere in your in our daily life. If you happen to um, shave yourself in the morning, you have, um, if you use a hair dryer, if you have a fridge, if you have a computer, if you have a cell phone, you have cell phone towers, you probably have a TV, your computer terminal, you find so, uh, electromagnetic fields are all over. You cannot avoid them unless you go in the tunnel and leave your cell phone at home. <laughs> so electromagnetic fields are just part of our uh, modern daily life now. So what are the general dangers of EM fields to humans and animals? I mean, I have heard that um, changes of personality might be one of the thing, one of those things. But uh, what are the general dangers? Well, they um, they are what happens when your body is exposed to uh, microwave electromagnetic fields. The cell um, part of the cell is shutting down, and it doesn't let any uh, radiation in. But it also doesn't let any vitamins, minerals, all the nutrition that the cells need to be healthy. Uh, doesn't let those in. So what happens is that you uh, you get sick, and the sickness can be anything from just having fibromyalgia or um, not being um, having difficulties to remember, changing your personality because you're just agitated all the time. Um, as far as leukemia or cancer, there have been many studies. Uh, with children uh, developing leukemia when they were exposed, uh, when they used cell phones from a um, very early age on, or when they lived near a high uh, exposure of electromagnetic fields. Hmm. Well, let's get back to that in a minute, but uh, the, the mass electropollution factor is certainly extremely important in the discussion. But for now, let's boil that down to two areas that are of special interest to us on the show. Now, as you know, Katharina, uh, quote-unquote hunting ghosts has become a major hobby with all sorts of people, especially young people, and it's all over television as well. Uh, can't get away from it, unfortunately. Living as we do in a society where technology has, in my opinion, pretty much replaced religion, you know, people trust it implicitly, most of these people use electromagnetic field meters or EMF meters, which is actually an engineer's or electrician's tool. And they carry them around, and when they receive high or fluctuating Gauss or milligauss readings, they think they're finding ghosts. Now, the question is, um, well, let me say, in fairness to these groups, I, I have to make two points before I ask the question I'm leading up to. One, uh, from what we hear, members of these groups uh, usually do check to see if there are more ordinary sources for the EM fields, you know, appliances, power lines, etc. Although they don't often consider or know about the long-distance sources, you know, radar arrays 8 to, eight to 10 miles away, that sort of thing. Now, my second point is, in, in my own research, which began 42 years ago when I was studying for the priesthood, I quickly found what appeared to be connections between the behavior of EM fields and the paranormal activity, although my conclusions as to why have always been different from what most people think. So my question at last is, 
Do you feel that these ghost chasers, or whatever you want to call them, are putting themselves in harm's way when they spend long periods of time or even sleep in areas where they find these high or erratic EMF readings? I think uh, spending a lot of time in EMF readings can be harmful to everybody, mm-hmm. and it depends on their lifestyle. If you have a healthy immune system, if you eat healthy, if you take a lot of vitamin C and and take good care of yourself, or if you have EMF uh, protection um, around yourself, then, um, of course, it's a different uh, subject. Taos Meter itself, they don't, um, they don't emanate EMF. So, but if they are uh, permanently in high EMF field, um, I would advise against it, quite frankly. Okay. Now, it's, it's difficult to judge where these are really coming from. I suppose if you're, uh, so, well, in their case, in an old uh, cemetery somewhere and you're, you know, not in the city and, there might be a minimum of, of fields uh, in the environment, then, I mean, who knows where they're coming from. But I have found a number of odd things about EM fields, which really are in the realm of speculation, and maybe you, you don't want to talk about it, but I'll, here goes. <laughs> now, we base our work, and I have since the late 1970s, on the so-called multiple worlds interpretation of quantum mechanics, all right? Now, quantum mechanics, of course, as you know, being a, uh, something you yourself have used in these devices we are going to talk about. Uh, but we use that because it's the only theory that has come close to explaining what we encounter in the paranormal, or for that matter, daily life when you really look at it. Does quantum mechanics enter into your own research? And I, I know it does, but in, in, in the, the research of the, the, the dangers of EM fields or there, it, it's, it's, we find that, that these fields can influence the perception of space and time. So I guess that's what I'm trying to ask. Have you gotten into that at all? I have not spent a lot of time in in this area. What we found uh, was that um, very often uh, EMF fields can um, create a appearance of paranormal effects. Um, even they are... Most of the EMF fields are man-made, and paranormal effects, I wouldn't call them man-made. So, and I think you probably agree with me on that. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, as a matter of fact, I'm glad you brought that up. I almost forgot. Well, and I'll tell you the story, and you can tell me what you think of this. This happened in our own house. Now, as, as I'm sure you're aware, around about 1998 in a British laboratory, the whole uh, infrasound thing was discovered. In other words, uh, that uh, the, the poor fellow was working late in a laboratory and uh, by himself, and all of a sudden uh, all sorts of odd things started to happen. He saw a strange figure by the door, and the, the papers on the desk started to flutter, and there was no wind in all his business. And um, it, it was later found that, that a a flaw in the ventilating system had created uh, a standing wave, a, so- a sound wave, infrasound, that you couldn't hear with your ear, but would create the um, impression of, or open a door to, I don't know, take your pick, to what appeared to be paranormal phenomena. 
Now, this happened that, now we're coming up on a break here. As a matter of fact, I, maybe I'll finish this after the break because uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to get us going and then we'll have to stop. But, but uh, this did happen in our own house, and I'll tell you about that when we come back from the break. You were listening to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno on CBS New Sky Radio and NewSkyRadio.com. And we're talking with our marvelous guest, Katharina Sperling Kappel, and we'll be right back, so stay with us. Thursday is a power-packed day here on the sky. Join us at noon for the I'm Thankful Network. At 1 p.m., it's the Dr. Pat Show. At 4 p.m., Colette Baron-Reed takes the stage for the Colette Baron-Reed Show. The Colette Baron-Reed Show, where intuition, practical spirituality, great advice, a little woo-woo fun, and fabulosity meet. Colette Baron-Reed is an internationally renowned intuitive counselor, educator, and best-selling author who helps others recognize and connect with their own intuition, potential, and purpose. Powerful motivational speaker, charismatic broadcast personality, and acclaimed performer, storyteller, and recording artist, Colette uses her extraordinary spiritual gifts to empower her clients to live a life that is awake and authentic and to create a reality that is spiritual, deliberate, and meaningful. Call in early. The lines are hot. 248-545-7685. Instant feedback at NewSkyRadio.com. NewSkyRadio. NewSkyRadio.com. New Horizons, no boundaries. Powered by CBS, Yahoo, and Radio.com. time of year Somewhere far away from here I feel fine enough I guess Considering everything's a mess There's a restaurant down the street Where hungry people like to eat I could walk, but I'll just drive. It's colder than it looks outside. It's like the dream you try to remember, but it's gone. Then you try to scream, but it only comes out as young. When you try to see the one beyond your front door. Take your time to wait, I'm gonna make you smile. When you realize that the guy by side might take a while. Just to try to figure out what all this is for. It's the perfect time of day To throw all your cares away Put the sprinkler on the lawn And run through with my gym shorts on Take a drink right from the hose And change into some drier clothes Climb the stairs up to my room Sleep away the afternoon Life with you, you try to remember when it's gone Then you try to scream but it only comes out as I'm When you try to see the world beyond your front door Take your time to wait how long you make you smile When you realize I got my side might take a while Just to try to figure out what all this is for 
Trying to figure out what all this is for Trying to see the world beyond your front door Trying to figure out what all this is for Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-SOUL. New SkyRadio.com. Believe. And welcome back. And we're having a fascinating conversation on electromagnetic fields with educator and lecturer and uh, Renaissance woman, Katharina Sperling Kaffel, and, and we're talking about uh, some of the uh, relevances of the, this subject to those who are doing some paranormal research. And I, when we, the break came about, I was going to tell, about to tell Katharina about something odd that happened in our own house. And uh, I've mentioned it on the air before, but not very often. And it might have to do with EM fields. Now, Katharina, one of, one of the benefits of being an investigator of the paranormal is that you do not expect your own house to be quote unquote haunted, right? So, uh, sure enough, I woke up one night to a shaking bed, and uh, my wife could sleep through World War Three, so she didn't feel a thing. But uh, up I got, and out into the hallway, uh, Ben was just a, a baby at the time, and uh, it was uh, there was a, an electro magnetic field there at least i believe it was because when i run into these things they they the skin starts to almost crawl and you it just feels like uh, static electricity on the skin and i said aha this is what i encounter or very often in cases when these things are active i said my goodness what's going on here this is my house so i uh, took my own advice and before assuming there was anything paranormal going on i got my little ef meter which i, I use sparingly because I don't think it's of all that much use in paranormal research. But sure enough, it led me to uh, my son's, my older son's aquarium. And this was, I suppose, I always often joke it was more of a science experiment because he never cleaned it. And you should have seen the size of the fish when we hauled him out of there. But the the filter on this thing was putting out uh, about 2,000 milligauss, which is crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. So who knows what danger his health was in. So as soon as we got rid of that pump, uh, all these phenomena stopped. There were several nights of the, the shaking bed and, and the, the feelings of presences and this kind of thing. And as soon as we got rid of that, everything stopped. So the question was, uh, what, was whatever this was doing, whether creating uh, infrasound, uh, standing wave or, or whatever, was it giving us the impression of paranormal phenomena or was it opening a door to what we believe, you know, these parallel worlds are actually there, as in some of the physicists who talk about that in quantum mechanics. But whatever it was doing, uh, this seemed to be our personal run-in with the, uh, the strange things that can happen with the M fields, never mind the danger uh, when you have a reading that high. What say you about all that? Well, I think uh, you, uh, you were lucky that you were so educated and had your EMF. Um, uh, reader, your Gauss meter with you so that you could check it yourself and uh, notice what um, 
what the source of the um, uh, um, disturbance was, right? Yes, yeah. And uh, for, um, what we found is that very often people have no idea what to do and um, they get scared and everything. And so they are certified building biologists or healthy building, healthy building inspectors out there who can help people in situations like that. Oh, okay. And they would, you know, because um, you just don't know what to do. And before you find a ghost bus, <laughs> I think it's easier probably to find a um, healthy building inspector who can check your house for um, EMF for the sources and they can give you advice on how to remit and what you need to repair in your house. And as it happened in your case, I'm sure very often um, the uh, phenomena stopped because it was a man-made uh, source. Mm-hmm. Have you run into that yourself, you know, odd phenomena taking place and, you know, as in, in um, the way I described that sort of thing? Uh, no, I personally have not gone into anything. Okay, well, you're lucky, I guess. <laughs> All right. All right. They, <laughs> you sort of uh, be lucky and then. Yeah. There are uh, a couple of emails here that I wanted to get to uh, from listeners. Be, you know, the, the, we tend to burn up this hour pretty quickly, but this is um, a rather interesting one from uh, Dr. J. Let me give her the last name. And uh, in Spokane, Washington. Okay, so Dr. J writes to us. Hi, Paul and Ben. I really enjoy the show, and I have a question for either Katharina or you. Uh, however, or whoever can answer it, basically. Uh, what do electric shock treatments do to uh, mental patients, and why do they seem to work? Is there any connection to EM field research? Yeah, I don't know if that enters into your work at all, but I thought it was an interesting question, because I've had some dealings with that. Because we're talking about what is generally called today electroconvulsive therapy, or ECT. And as a, as a student uh, studying psychology and as a seminary student, I worked in psychiatric hospitals on the graduate level. And um, th- this, this, which I, th- I, th- I just think it's a barbaric sort of treatment, what it is, they literally send electric shocks through patients who... Uh, are undergoing depression and this sort of thing, or who are having behavioral problems, and they believe that it works, but no one really knows why. So, Katharina, have you ever gotten into that at all? No, I haven't gotten into that at all. Okay, well, just as well, because it's a... I saw it <laughs> once, and I never want to see it again. And Actually, I wasn't supposed to be in there, but you know, they literally will um, you know, attach the uh, electrodes to the head, and it's, it's just terrible. Um but anyway, it uh, fell out of favor, and now I guess they're still using it. But anyway, um, I, I don't know. Maybe I can try to answer this uh, to some degree. Uh, no one, again, really seems to know why they work. Um, everything in us is electrical, our muscles, our brains, etc. And, of course, all things um, uh, in our environment seem to be electrical as well, the electromagnetic fields. And uh, electromagnetism really holds the universe together, matter and all this thing. So there is obviously some relevance to what, what to what this does and why it works. It does seem to calm people down, uh, but I just I just think it's a terribly unnatural way to do that. I suppose it's maybe one step. Well, it's better than a lobotomy. I was just thinking lobotomy, yeah, yeah. 
So anyway, I just I wish I could give you a better answer, but uh, and you you are a doctor. Well, well, maybe he's a doctor of art history or something. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, in any correction, uh, in any way, Doctor J, I thank you for your question. I wish I could answer it more fully, but uh, it might be something we might want to look into. Whether it's connected with EM field research, well, maybe maybe not, because as I say, there's very little known about why it works. Anyway, here's a uh, we can do one more. Uh, this is about EF, EMF meters, and it's from Bonnie in Denver, Colorado. So Bonnie writes to us, Hi, Paul and Ben. I always look forward to your shows and really appreciate your insights into life. Uh, for your August, 22nd, uh, August 26th show, I wanted to ask what your guest thinks of how uh, you yourselves use EMF meters. I have heard you explain it several times, and uh, the reverse polarity on field, meaning an exchange of energies between parallel worlds and all that. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, Katharina, I appreciate your comment on that. What that is, is th- when I started out um, using an EF, EMF meter, I think it was about 1980 or so, and there hadn't there weren't any digital ones yet. Might have been after that, but an engineer. I was the editor of the local newspaper, and the uh, I never, I didn't tell anybody I was working in paranormal research. That wasn't quite as accepted as it is now. And an engineer friend said, "Why don't you use this and uh, see what happens? You know, because you're talking about EM fields, maybe they're relevant." So sure enough, I went into um, this house where there was uh, seemed to be an entity in there, and whenever it would come near me. Uh, or down this hall, you could kind of feel it because of the electrical tingles, the EMF meter, the needle would drop to zero, which I thought was odd. I really couldn't figure that out. But then when I got a digital meter, which would go uh, into the negative range, it seemed to me that there there was a correlation between the, the, the meter going into the negative range, which means that the polarity on the field had reversed, um, and the activity that was going on. And of course, an electromagnetic field is is literally is, is a field that surrounds an electric current. And when the current seemed to come out of nowhere and go into nowhere, strange things seem to be happening. So, hence, um, you know, the parallel world idea that we sort of tied onto, and that seems to at least fit these situations. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I think it um, really depends what kind of gauss meter you're using. Yeah. And that's what you were just saying. So, uh, of course, you get one for 30 bucks, so you can spend 300 or more. And um, I would recommend if you buy a Gauss, um, Gauss meter that you get a good one, and that is frequency rated. And that means basically that um, the normal or the cheap ones, they have the same EMF no, uh, strength no matter what the frequency is. And when it is frequency rated, then um, you get a different reading when the um, frequency is uh, different. So that's definitely something that I would consider. And then um, you you get uh, accurate reading. Okay. Um, there. Well, then again, because there's always trouble finding the source. But I just the engineers I've sure. spoken with. So also depends on how old the house was. Yeah. So that that's uh, what. Okay, well, okay, I think we're going to save this. We have another break coming up, but Ben's got a, got a question, uh, too, here about an area we're investigating. We'd appreciate your, uh, your input on that, too. But in any case, yeah, we do have three minutes. But in any case, uh, on these, um, uh, I'll give you an example. We were in West Virginia in 
03, giving a talk, and Ben, you were you didn't come on. Uh, you, you should have come on this little expedition to this island in the middle of the Ohio River. It's a state well, I was park. Also, like nine years old. Well, that's was... true. You hadn't really you hadn't really come in on this yet. And it was late, so you know. Yes. Anyway, uh, uh, on this island, it was a, a state park, and there was a lovely old mansion there, and there were historic figures who had lived there, and. At one point, they, they appointed me. I don't usually do these ghost walks and all these things. I think they're kind of silly. But in this case, they kind of appointed me to do it. And we had, we had a little bit of fun. Uh, I love history. And uh, we got to a point on this walk where there was a large lawn between the sidewalk we were on and the, uh, the Ohio River. And I just felt something weird was going on, and I felt this kind of electrical tingle, and I went down into this field, and everybody noticed I was doing this, and they kind of followed me. And I had this EMF meter, and it went, it started to go into the negative range. And I said, whoa, this is the kind of thing that that happens when uh, weird stuff starts to occur. And sure enough, I heard from the... um, or almost right. I heard from the the park ranger who was there that that was the very spot where this woman who had lost her child would pace up and down the beach. The lawn had not been there in the early 1800s. It was a uh, inlet of the river, and uh, of course, in our opinion, it's time being all at once. She's still doing that, and we we uh, did a few things that I think maybe. Uh, reached out to this person or whatever, and uh, this was a very positive experience. But that, that's what I seem to find with these EM meters, EMF meters, as far as when it goes into the uh, the negative range. But we are coming up on another break, and we'll be right back on Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno on CBS New Sky Radio and NewSkyRadio.com, and we'll have another question for our guest, Katharina Sperling Kaufel, and we'll be right back. Take CBS Radio The Sky with you wherever you go. Be sure to download the Radio.com app today from your mobile marketplace. And when you really want to know more, 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 be sure to visit NewSkyRadio.com. Get in deep with exclusive articles and sky news. Get your weekly horoscope and the inside scoop on host events. Radio.com and NewSkyRadio.com. Stay connected.
Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-SOL. New SkyRadio.com. So welcome back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. And we are having a very lovely interview with Katharina sperling Kafel. So let's... uh. Just dive right back into these questions here, not emails, uh, stuff that we have, well, planned, pre-planned. So over the past seven years, my dad and I have been investigating a case. Well, has it been seven years? That's a long time. Yeah, time flies. You're having fun. Oh, yeah, especially with all the um, crazy military activity in the area and paranormal phenomena. So this seems, all this stuff seems to occur in a triangular area of about 10 square miles in uh, Connecticut. And we are in almost constant contact with people who live in that area and keep informing us of all these really crazy things that go on there. And we aren't the only ones researching the area because it seems that there is a strong military presence and we have run into all sorts of sophisticated electrical devices and communication, electronic communication devices and sensing devices, etc., etc., etc. But one of the most ominous aspects of this uh, seems to be sudden changes in uh, group behavior among car drivers in that area. Well, a little more than that. And it's almost as if uh, they are being experimented on. Yeah, one example, uh, at one point earlier this year, inordinate numbers of people began driving into trees. Now, I should say that when, when you and I were over there, remember we had a camera crew with us, there were all sorts of – and, you know, I, I spent 12 years in the military, man and boy, and there, there were – albeit in mostly uh, part-time capacities. But there were things that I recognized as microwave uh, sensors and things of this kind that seemed very sophisticated for a rural area of Connecticut, right? Uh, then there's some farms around this area and some houses, but there seemed to be no reason for this. But anyway, at one point last year, people started driving into trees. When this was noticed in the uh, local media and blog, the uh, behavior stopped, and inordinate numbers of people began driving on the wrong side of the road, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Well, don't forget the weirder thing when, like, after that, when everyone started talking about that, People started committing suicide. Yeah, in order, numbers of people started committing suicide. So, in your opinion, can EMF fields influence human and animal behavior? Yes, I definitely think that can happen, and that is happening. However, what uh, this remi- uh, what you are telling me here reminds me very much on a story my uh, late husband told me about an area where he said 
uh, close to where he lived, there were an accident every now and then, and the accidents increased uh, always at the same uh, area. And so he finally had enough of that, and he he was an um, um, amazing dowser, and he read about how you can block Chupat Express. And so he was locating the Chupat Express line, uh, blocked it, and he had a very inexpensive and smart uh, technology to do that. And he blocked it, and from that time on, there was no more accident, and he had a fairly quiet time again because huh. he was just up with the sirens every now and then. And in our uh, new book, In the Mind of a Master, that's coming out, uh, actually is at the printer right now, we have many stories about how Tupac Express can affect your uh, life, your behavior, your health, your finances, your uh, relationships, and uh, this is another area where people just don't know too much about it, but it is, um, thank God we do have remedies for that now as well. Hmm. But this sounds very much like Tupac Express to me. All right, so could this behavior be caused or controlled by direct EM fields uh, at a population or by directing? Sorry. Yeah, that, that's our suspicion of these weird devices around here in the military presence for no apparent oh, reason. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, one of our one of the people that lives in the area was telling us that um, her electric company, or was it a gas company? I think it was gas company. Uh, it was the town. It was the town, the, yeah. Or they, the water department. Yeah, they were forcing everyone to um, – put in these sensors in their water heaters but she started doing Uh-oh. a little research and it started um like the one they put it in that it would like this uh, sensor thing would um emit some sort of radiation and that it would eventually um deteriorate people's health so have you heard of anything like that i sure did uh, one of my customers she um she was telling me about exactly what you were saying. She had smart meters in her house, and I was so naive to believe that smart meters are only out in California or somewhere else. Oh, <laughs> not in Colorado, but apparently they are all over the place now. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. she was telling me that she couldn't figure out why her house, and of course when the health goes down, then our behavior is not the best either. And so she was finally... Um, Finding that they put, um, just where you say, on her water line, they put one of those meters, and so all the water that came in the house was affecting her health. And she found a, a powerful remedy by using one of our rings and put them over the area and also over the smart meters in her house, and that took care of that. So, again, there are solutions, and we need to be aware of those as well. But it is amazing what people are doing now. So we just have to really be aware and uh, if something starts to feel a little weird, there is probably something weird around us and then look for it and remedy it. Well, it is, it's, it's true. It is very strange. You, you hate to be paranoid. Now, we live in a completely yeah. paranoid culture and you don't often you don't blame people for it. But you try to keep your feet on the ground and say, well, this can't be happening. It's got to be crazy. But, but anything can happen. You know, you, you just, exactly. it is best to be on guard and to take steps, as you say. So, um, yeah. I don't know. That's the, that's the thing. 
we uh, we have had maybe it's because of the show and the, some of the topics we discussed. We've had people come to the door who claim to be from the utility company, and they weren't, <laughs> even though they had a truck and were in uniform. And they're always yeah. trying to put things on our uh, utility devices, and maybe they are just you know devices to help them read the thing without coming into the house. But you just don't know. So so uh, you and your husband um, in, invented machines to do what? Uh, my husband invented the light lift ring, and the light lift ring, uh, usually if you have any metal ring and you put the pendulum over it and uh, ask for the flow of direction, one side has a right spin and the other side has a left spin. And he came up with a uh, really cool way to generate a, light spin, a right spin on both sides, and those rings create kind of a zero um, field energy inside it, so uh, whenever you put it over, like, your monitor, if you have a, um, you know, we have them in different sizes, you put the large ring over your monitor, and it blocks you from the EMF coming off your uh, monitor. If you put them over the Gauss meter, or uh, uh, the Gauss meter, the smart meters, or uh, what they put over the water uh, lines, then it's blocking that energy from um, going in and harming you. Okay. So... All right, well, let me stop you there because there are probably a lot of eyes rolling out in the audience right now because, you know, as you know, unfortunately, there are all kinds of snake oil salesmen all over the Internet, and people might say, well, you know, how do we know this is not one one of those things? I mean, you, I mean we researched you before we had you come on, and, we're, you know, we're uh, convinced of your ability and your sincerity, but what would you say to those who, who are doubters who would say that this is just, you know, another ripoff? Well, um, first of all, we have been around long enough, and uh, we have uh, worldwide people buying our uh, products. And you can simply do uh, a muscle testing if you are familiar with the technique, or take your Gauss meter and check it, and and just see um, what it does. And like this customer of ours who told me about the water, she said the moment she put the um, applied our technology, she started feeling better, and now she has good health. So we have proven results that our stuff is actually working. Yeah, well, well that's good. Well, well okay. Um, so just we're going to take a break shortly, but in the meantime, let's before we run out of time, what tell us about your company, your website, and you say there's a new book. Yes. Uh, the company is IXL. And um, the website is ix-el.com. And um, we do have electromagnetic protection, uh, EMF protection kits there, and we have the phone links there. So if your listeners want to go to our website, and if they put CBS as code in, then they get a 20% discount on our EMF products. Oh, good. And the... Our new book, In the Mind of a Master, is telling about how my husband came to the inventor tools about his life and how about his life and how he uh, came to the point where he came. So it's and it explains our our products, what they are applied for, what the background is, how they and many field reports from people who have been using them for years. So not, not to have you give anything away, uh, any secrets or trade information, but uh, how basically does this, it, you say it blocks 
EMFs coming out of appliances or your your yes. computer monitor, it's things of that kind? Exactly, because when you put the screen, uh, all those protection screens over your monitor or the um, even lab uh, screens, um, shields, they don't protect from EMF. It, this has been proven many times over that they don't prote uh, protect you from EMF. Okay. Well, well, we have another break coming, and we'll continue after the break. Okay. Uh, with Katharina, our discussion about EMFs, and you're listening to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno on CBS New Sky Radio and NewSkyRadio.com. Stay with us. We'll be right Mondays are motivational. It all begins with you. And that's where the movement within featuring life coach April Claxton comes in. Join April and her uplifting guests Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Featured on Animal Planet, Court TV, Unsolved Mysteries, and The Hauntings, Psychic Barbara Mackey. Barbara is a sixth-generation psychic medium, animal psychic, and spirit communicator. Tune into Visions with Barbara Mackey at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. There are four corners, and Will and Nancy will take you there at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Existence is what we live for. Adventure is our journey. Metaphysical topics, inspiring and educational guest speakers, psychic readings, and more. Artie's the Party with Angels and Answers, Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Psychic readings and more. Join the fun. What goes bump in the night? Heidi knows. At 11 p.m. Eastern Time, Heidi Hollis's The Outlander will lunge into topics on all things outlandish and more. Call in or write Heidi to vent or get advice about your paranormally inspired curiosities or challenges. Call in early. The lines are hot. 248-545-7685. Instant feedback at NewSkyRadio.com. NewSkyRadio. NewSkyRadio.com. New horizons, no boundaries. Powered by CBS, Yahoo, and Radio.com.
Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248 545 Soul. New SkyRadio.com. Believe. And welcome back. And our egg timer, unfortunately, is quickly running out. But before we go, I wanted to give. Uh, Katharina, a chance to answer one more question here. Katharina, the cancer, as we know, is the, the plague of the 21st century. The blame for it goes to many environmental factors, including the nuclear tests in the Southwest in the 1950s, and of course the nuclear material being in the food chain, especially with meat, because that's where the cattle come from, a lot of them. Uh, also, uh, issues such as uh, carcinogens in the uh, main food supply, uh, in seafood, things of this kind. What percentage just do you think of the cancer epidemic is caused by or contributed to by EMF fields? Well, I'm not exactly sure about the percentage, but some people say, um, and I, I haven't, uh, I have no way of proving that. They um, think it's about 80% is uh, due to EMF. Oh, wow. And uh, let me interrupt you here. We have a call on line one here for uh, for you, and we have just a few more minutes, so let's take that right away. Okay. Okay. Um, hi there. You're on Behind the Paranormal. Uh, Denise, are you with us? Hello. Oh. I am here. Can you hear me? Oh, yes, I hear you, Denise. Uh, how are you doing this evening, and uh, what can we do for you? Oh, fantastic. Thanks for asking. Um, you know, I just I had a question for Katerina, because a friend of mine um, has been using her products, and, and I wanted to hear a little bit more about what, she, what experience she has with cell phones and EMFs. You know, I, I, I'm in a position where I, I'm on the phone a lot, and I'm a little concerned about what you just said, you know, about cancer-causing EMFs and how we can help reduce some of that. My, my friend has some sort of product, like a ring that she puts in the back of her phone, and I don't know if she can tell us more about that and, and how that works. Sure. Well, I must say, you know, we do not endorse products on this show, so just be clear. But if you want to have a conversation about her products with uh, with Katharina, by all means, go right ahead and do so. So, Katharina, what would you say to Denise? Well, Denise, um, I think your friend is probably talking about our cell phones. And I just had an a interesting experience with a friend who used it on her Bluetooth and put one of our phone ring sets on there and also on her cell phone. And she reported that the cell phone didn't get hot anymore. And usually when she was on the phone for an hour, it um, it got really hot. And so she was very excited. And she reported that she stays much more alert and is still fresh after an hour on the cell phone or Bluetooth. And that's quite Remarkable. Hmm. Mm. Well, that—that's. How does it work, though? What, what? What is it? What does it do? And how? How can we keep reducing EMS? Not just, I guess, in cell phones, but other places. Well, we have done some studies, actually, and uh, our phone rings don't only protect you as a person uh, who has it on the phone, but it also seems to be giving your body what the body wants and needs, and the person who is on the receiving end get some benefits as well. And this, uh, when we found that out, we were blown away. And we have some information on our website about that. Okay, and what is the website again? ix-el.com. Okay, very good. Well, thank you, Denise. Thank you. Thank you, Denise. 
Okay. Have a good one. Okay. Well, we are um, just about. Oh, I got about five. We have a few minutes. So yeah, just. Um, so I just I just wanted to uh, give you the last word, uh, Katharina. What would you uh, just say to audience as far as uh, the, the, what might be the future of the EMF situation? Do you think somebody's going to, you know, people have all this faith in the government, which is touching, but they can't organize a chess game. I mean, is there anybody who's going to save us from the electro pollution that's around us? You know, I think we have to start with ourselves yeah. and like putting putting a, a power strip and put your TV and your um, equipment on there with one switch, you turn it off and you don't use it. One switch, you have it on again and you don't have all the standby modes. Avoid electric blankets and hair dryers as much as possible. Put the ring over the smart meter. Turn your phone off. You have to understand the cell phone, even you are not on the phone, it still emits uh, electromagnetic fields. So if you know you don't expect a call, you don't need to make a call, turn it off completely. Okay. And this is helping you. And like if you have dimmer switches in your house, I know they are fun, but they have a lot of EMF. Get rid of them and replace them with uh, normal uh, uh, switches. Okay. So uh, sit right. at least feet away from your TV uh, practice uh, just wherever you can uh, energy conservation techniques. You know, unplug every every electrical um, appliance you're using. Okay. Don't well, thank you, I'm, I'm afraid we're out of time. And uh, Katharina Sperling Kaffel, everyone, check out her website. As I say, we don't endorse products, but check it out and decide for yourself. But very, uh, very val- valuable information. And you ghost people out there, don't be sleeping and hanging around in areas where there are huge EM fields going on. But Katharina, thank you for being with us today. And good luck. Thank you so much for having me. Very You're good. Welcome. Okay, now time for our announcement. So my dad and I will be speaking at the Grove House Hotel in Woodbridge, Suffolk, England on Saturday, September 22nd from 7 to 11 p.m. And tickets, uh, the ticket price of £15 includes a full buffet di- uh, dinner provided by the hotel and proceeds will benefit local charities. The event will include a town hall-style meeting on paranormal events in this highly active area, which was the scene of the famous Rendlesham Forest UFO incidents of 1980. So Larry Warren, witness to that event and co-author of the book Left at East Cape, plans to be with us that evening. So for more information and to buy tickets, visit www.spaceportuk-events. Or just go to BehindTheParanormal.com and look for the link to that site under What's New. Uh, finally, of course, Ben and I will be featured speakers at the All Hallows Eve Psychic Fair at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Warwick, Rhode Island, on Sunday, October 28th. Uh, watch for more information on those events at BehindTheParanormal.com. And if anybody out there is a fan of H.P. Lovecraft, uh, stay tuned to these shows because we're going to be talking about a conference in Providence, Rhode Island uh, that's going to be pretty exciting coming up in 2013. So many thanks to our producer, Brandon Jackson. And we will see, we will not see you next Sunday, uh, September 22nd, because it's Labor Day weekend here in the United States. So why labor? Well, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be doing a rebroadcast here on uh, CBS News Sky. But uh, we will be back live on September 9th with the uh, paranormal parasites in human history. Okay. So well, in the meantime, tune into our Boston Province Drive Time Show on W O O N twelve forty AM and ONWorldwide.com at six PM Eastern time every Monday. And don't forget about the free podcasts. We have nearly four hundred shows now at www.behindtheparanormal.com. That's it. We're done. So thank you all. We'll uh, talk to you live in two weeks.